What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Dark Side Podcast. I'm David Viano. I'm Matt Elias. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't even know what I want to tell you, but we have an episode for you guys. We can start by telling all the Dark Siders listening the best thing that you could do for us if you enjoy uh, the show that we put on for you is rate, review. Sub- review. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it. Rate, review, subscribe. Right. Say it with me. Rate, rate review, subscribe. subscribe. And follow us on Instagram at Darkside Podcast. Comment on our posts. Tell us how you think our memes are stupid. Send us a DM. No dick pics. <laughs> so, for this week, we've got seriously a really special episode and another special episode coming up. We've got a two-parter. Oh, they're special, all right. Flat Earth Movement. <sighs> Three little words that can make my esteemed co-host so, so angry, as you're going to see. My brain this past week has been beaten with a fucking baseball bat and you're a trooper matt just like so you putting know, up with it i watched the whole leaving neverland documentary yesterday with a flat earth documentary while researching flat earth the fact that i'm even alive today is a miracle that's dark that's dark stuff but that's why we're here yeah on the dark side we are going to shine some light on the flat earth phenomenon this is a robust movement. I mean, it's pretty large. There's a lot of people involved in this. These are people who believe that the earth is flat and that there's a big conspiracy behind, you know, the earth being a globe, as we all know, uh, you know, an elliptical shape. And there's a whole lot of stuff that goes into this. There's no gravity. Yeah, that's part of it. There's no gravity. And it's it's pretty wild stuff. But first of all, we did a lot of research into the history of the knowledge about the shape of the earth, the idea that the earth is flat was probably the original, you know, when people started thinking about we're living on some kind of a planet, you look around and it looks flat. So that dates back to at least ancient Mesopotamia, which is one of the first civilizations. Um, the idea that the, that the earth is actually round first came around in the 6th century BC. The first uh, demonstrable proof of any kind of the earth's shape traces back to the ancient Greeks in the 3rd century BC. Yeah. As far as I can tell, one of the first practical demonstrations of the shape of the Earth goes back to uh, the explorer Magellan. He sailed around the whole circumference of the Earth. So that's the, f- the very first time that that was demonstrated, you know, in a practical way that you can reach out and touch. And as you're going to find out, you know, flat earthers are, they're all about what you can see and what you can touch. Yeah. Um, as simple as that. Now, having said all that, the first question that comes to mind when you're faced with uh, the idea that the Earth is flat is, who are these people? Who actually would believe that the Earth is flat, right? It's an outlandish idea for most of us. In the interest of answering that question, I was able to secure an interview with a flat earther. He's actually a really cool guy. We're going to air the interview in a minute. His name's Chris, and he's from Australia. Yep. He is... Very sharp. He's a good debater. I really like the guy, and I consider him a friend. This episode, you can consider this like Matt makes friends with a flat earther. Yeah, it's honestly, like the I, best I think you're episode gonna, ever. <laughs> I think you're gonna enjoy uh, the interview. Um, it was really fun. I know Chris did as well. Just the fact that you found an Australian flat earther well, when right. a lot of them don't believe that Australia even exists. Right? Yeah. There's wow. there's all kinds of competing. Uh, you know, ideologies out there in the flat earth movement. One's, in my opinion, as dumb as the next one, but who am I? <laughs> who, who am I? We choose to go on the side of what 
the vast majority of humanity agrees with the truth. We're on the side of science, which is a good side to be on yeah. in general. Yeah. Just because but, things are a little too complicated for me to understand doesn't mean I don't believe them. I get into this with Chris a little bit in the interview, and we're yeah. going to really go into it you know, afterward for the second part of this thing. Yeah. Dave and I are going to go in hard on this. That That's what it is, is that to, to give them the benefit of the doubt in, in, in some sense, but Dave and I are pretty dumb like we don't I don't have the ability to work out a lot of the mathematical proof that proves a lot of things you know no. in physics and in a lot of it is just out of my grasp right so in one sense it does require a little bit of a leap of faith you're taking someone else's word for it now granted yeah. you're taking basically a unanimous agreement of all of science but um now you have to be willing to, to believe in a pretty big conspiracy yeah. for the earth to be flat you would have to have the science community basically all in cahoots with like every world government a bunch of corporations private companies to be perpetrating this this lie yeah. on people yeah for me it doesn't pass the smell test and and i get into this in the interview as well and we'll talk more about this later but it's like there's really nothing to be gained no i don't i just don't see it. there's n- there's no reason even for if, you, this if you're at willing all. to like because I'm, I'm perfectly willing to, to to give the benefit of the doubt for this for the sake of hearing out someone's argument as you'll see yeah you're but way better just, than i am <laughs> well we all have our strengths Dave. yeah yours is Unbridled rage. Yeah, that's a big fucking weakness of mine that I have. That yeah, you. That's okay. That's, <laughs> so that's, like, that's why you're here. Ugh. All right. So just to give you guys a little bit of background on how this whole interview came about, this was just too good uh, to resist once I saw the opportunity. Now, the way this happened is that in the process of doing research for our Flat Earth episode, I began participating in some Flat Earth communities on Facebook. In doing that, I made a post where I was asking a question of flat earthers and i was just from curiosity looking to hear from some different flat earth perspectives and in the thread of that post i kind of got into a little we'll say a, a minor internet altercation uh with a fellow named chris so we started out a little bit arguing but we were able to actually have a constructive conversation once the first round of insults kind of rolled off our backs thick skin is a big help based on some of the things that he said i felt like i was able to ask him to talk to me a little more and so i approached him about possibly answering some questions and even doing an interview and he was gracious enough to be willing to come on to the show and talk with me about uh his perspective as a flat earther he was fantastic and i can't express enough how much I appreciate uh, his willingness to, to do this for us. So Dave and I will catch you guys on the other end of this interview. And right now, generously, bravely, bringing us the flat earth perspective all the way from the continent of Australia, it's my pleasure to introduce you guys to my new friend, Chris. So I will say, just to get started, that my main goal with having you, Chris, come on and talk with me is the main question that I hear people ask when Flat Earth comes up, like, who believes this? And so that's exactly why I wanted to find you. And I want to find out mm-hmm. exactly what, what kind of people uh, are Flat Earthers, not just in a, in a meme sense or in a making fun of themselves. Yeah. These are real life human beings. And they're normal people, right? Normal people. Yeah. So could you talk a little bit about your background and you don't have to get crazy in depth, but just a little bit about what, what you do and, and what your life's like. I was born and bred on a dairy farm um, and spent uh, you know, probably the first third of my life uh, in the country um, and then uh, met my uh, partner, uh, well, partner, my wife now, back then, and then uh, we moved to, to the city 
and uh, got myself a job, a few jobs here and there, and you know, just like any, anyone else, we were just fighting our way in the world. Didn't have too much, and you know, trying to create our our uh, slice of life, our slice of paradise, so to speak. I uh, got myself an apprenticeship as a plumber, and um, you know, been doing that for 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 many years. Had five children, five beautiful children that are wow. all. They've all got their heads screwed on on right, um, and you know we have two kids at twenty, one at sixteen, and a couple at uh, a couple at fourteen. So they're all, you know they're adults, young adults. All my kids, uh, and my kids are actually split half and half, pretty much down the middle, from being globies or flat earthers too. Really? Uh, yes, 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 yes. And it's nothing serious. We don't we don't look at it as anything serious, to be quite honest. But it's a good thing to just. Have a bit of banter, you know, backwards and forwards. You know, nothing's nasty. And even our friends and stuff, you know, we'll have a, bit, a little bit of banter about it. But uh, yeah, that's sort of a bit of my background. Um, how how did I sort of fall into the flat Earth movement? I suppose or way of thinking. Sure. How, um, how did I, you how did you yeah, get there? Yeah, because because I don't I don't consider myself part of the flat Earth movement, right? Okay, uh, you don't. No, I don't. Not at all. Not at all. Um, because I don't. Th- because uh, I don't subscribe to any particular model. All right. Because you know how there's a there's a couple of different flat Earth models. Yeah, I've seen. Well, I've seen yes. the, the disc, and I've seen the uh, yes. sky. Um, there's all sorts of different models out there. So what? Um, is, so so what is the Earth as you as you see it, or as you believe that it is? Well, at the, well, as far as I know, it's almost an, an infinite plane, right? Because, why do I say that? Because I don't think we've explored far enough. You, you know don't I, think that there's, for lack of a better word, like an, an, edge, e- an edge to fall off Where of. you can fall off? Now, that I don't know. You know, when it comes to these things like the firmament or a dome or whatever you want to, you know, whatever they want to call I don't know. I don't know. Um, so you don't get you know, into the uh, – now I've heard the, the sun and the moon – for being projected on the dome, you don't you don't go so far. As no, 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 no. Look, they're they're different people's ideas and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, unfortunately, too, you know, a lot of these flat Earth sites, too, whether it's the Flat Earth Society or whatever, they're just they're just a bunch of shills, and they they put it out a lot of misinformation. Like you can't say something is fact. You can't say the the sun and the moon are projected onto the firmament. Prove it. Where's the projector? doing that you can't just say that something like that is just, well their is, answer is, for that is that it's a big conspiracy and it's world government yeah, and course. they hide it so Look, that everything is a conspiracy. Could never find it yeah a lot of conspiracy exactly things. exactly and and look my and, and look a lot of the a, a lot of the the arguments for um thrown back at the flat earthers you know is you know, pictures from satellites. You know, a lot of people don't believe in satellites or, you know, this and that. We haven't been to the moon and all that sort of right. stuff. And a lot of globe, globe believers believe all that. You know, anything that NASA says is 100% true. My question is, right, when it comes to that, right, you ask a majority of people what do they think about the government and do they think that the government is a honest organisation? You know, do they represent us honestly? Right? And a majority of people will say no to that answer. They think governments are corrupt and they don't do the right things, wise. Except when it comes to NASA, right? Mm-hmm. $56 million a week or a day or whatever 
you know, the big cash cow that they get, you know. You talk to, it does like so, the space budget. And, 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 yeah, so, so the only government organisation a globe will believe is NASA. But everything else, when it comes to the, buddy, the tax department or anything else, they're all dishonest and corrupt and all that sort of stuff, except when it comes to, to NASA. And that, you know, I don't, I don't buy that argument for, for starters. Um, so you, you, don't, you, know, you are distrustful of the information that's put out there by any government? Oh, Lord, look, exactly. Whether it's, yeah, Australia, any, any government organisation in the world, yeah. I don't trust. You know, come on, seriously, who really trusts the government? Well, I'll tell you, you know, what, every- I, that type of a worldview and that attitude, you're right, is very widespread. I know a lot of people who are incredibly skeptical of the government. I think that there are uh, certain places where that kind of a skepticism is a healthy thing to have. Uh, and warranted, yes. And warranted, yep. of course. But yes, on, on our show, on the podcast, I talk a lot about something that I call, it's not my word, but we call it the information crisis. And yes. the, this is, I, I'm sure you know where I'm going, but this is yes. where all these different tribes of people have their own, and, and hey, a lot of these sects of the, the Flat Earth Society included, they have their own <laughs> information sources Mm-hmm. And that's the only source they will trust, right? Are you familiar yes. with Alex Jones? We use oh. him a lot as an example. Oh, Alex, 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 well, yeah, you've got them all, don't you? You've got the Alex Joneses. You know, all those, all, I follow a lot of those channels. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, it's, it's more for entertainment value. Yes. But, and, and, and look, Alex Jones, the guy's a fruit loop, the way he presents himself. Oh, yeah. Right? He's, an absolute, he's an absolute fruit loop. But he does actually, there's a lot of truth in what he says too. Well, which is like what? Which is a, which, which, well, a lot of things is off the top of my head. I can't actually bring any up, but there are. But so you, you've, you've had times where you've been listening to Alex Jones and you have been thinking he's making a good point. Exactly. Exactly okay. right. Exactly yeah, right. Well, yeah, I think we're, conspiracy we're, we're, theories we're go are good. Yeah. yeah. When, when Alex Jones goes on, you know, the government's turning the bloody frogs gay and all that sort of bullshit. Yeah. No, that, he's just going off on <laughs> I some I think he bloody... does that stuff to, literally just to, to troll people to get attention. Well, I, I think, because I he's think a salesman. He sells he sells yeah, freeze-dried exactly. food buckets and all kinds of other oh, stuff. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, all these bloody you know, pills and powders and all that sort of stuff that he, that, he, that he sells as well. But then he'll have a crack at Joe Rogan for doing exactly the same thing. Like, yes. like, what the hell? Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a very hypocritical stance that he, that he has. It is. Um, but I, I think that I, where I come from with the – and I, I just wanted to make this point and see what you – see your response mm-hmm. to it, like with the information mm-hmm. crisis, is that, yes, that skepticism is, is yeah. healthy. And this is part of the reason why I'm incredibly fascinated by, by flat earthers because I when I look at flat earthers such as yourself and, and other ones that, that I've – that I have had the chance to, to be exposed to, I see not because some people think, oh, they're gullible because they're believing <laughs> something. I, I, I see the opposite. I see people who are incredibly skeptical, right? And curious and, and, and questioning. Inquisitive and, and curious and yes. you're questioning things. Okay, yes. now I don't happen to agree with the worldview, and I don't want to get really broad in the scope with it. I kind of want to keep it to the flat earth thing. But yes. with the information crisis, look, a lot of that is certainly there's a healthy amount of skepticism that's good. But mm-hmm. there's a point where it crosses from being skeptical and, and over into denial. Mm-hmm. Where skeptical people are looking for the truth. People who are in mm-hmm. denial 
will shield themselves from the truth so it yes. does so as not to conflict what they've already decided they believe exactly right but this is where and, and this is where it gets all muddy and cloudy all right sure. where is the proof Matt? where is the proof now if any flat earther or any globy is 100 percent honest with themselves right you know if you're intellectually honest there is no 100 percent proof one way or the other all right there is no 100% proof. Now, you can t turn around and say, okay, then there's a picture from a satellite and there's the, 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 there's the Earth, right? Uh -huh. Now, unfortunately, as you know, right, you know, you know what the, my answer is going to be here. I, I, with, want you, I want you to make this point, though. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. You know, because, you know, the picture is, is in the picture. They're obviously composites and CGI and all that sort of stuff and, and, and stuff like that. It's not just one picture, all right? So if it's not one picture and something's all been put together, they go, well, why is it put together? Okay, well, maybe the lens isn't big enough or whatever the case may be. But, okay, then China just, just recently you sent a little probe up to, to, uh, to the moon, right? For whatever reason, they sent a probe up to the moon on the, on, the, on the backside of the moon, right? Why don't they send something up to the moon, right, and put it on the front side, have a little camera and then take a picture, show us all. Right? Why can't we get continual, uninterrupted feed from the ISS? Why can't we get it? Have you seen uh, the pictures of the surface of the Earth from the moon landing? From the moon landing? In the 60s, yeah, the Apollo? Yeah, yes, yes. What do you think of – do you think that those are not real or – Look, me personally, I don't think we went to the moon. So you think that the Apollo uh, moon landing was just like in a stage? It was on a like a, like a Hollywood a, stage. Hollywood set, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do. I, you know why? You know why? Because between 1969 and 1972, we went to the moon six times, didn't we? All right, haven't been back. We have not. Haven't been back. Haven't been. Why? Why? You? Why is? Why is? going to the moon or out of space, the only technology really that has gone backwards, it's gone backwards, hasn't progressed, hasn't gone forwards, look at everything else. Take the, take the normal telephone, courier pigeons, you know, telegraph, you know, Well, I, I would say that and I don't think it's gone backwards. It's not like we've lost that technology. Now, just because we stopped going, I don't think that makes sense either, but I think that the moon landings did happen, and I think it's stupid yeah. that we stopped doing that. But as far as the space technology, we've had the Curiosity rover. We've got rovers <clears throat> on Mars, which apparently, you yes. Well, right. I was going to say, I'm sure that you don't buy into that. <laughs> yeah. <either. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't actually. And you know, you know what I find like really fascinating about whenever you see photos of satellites and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you see the photo. Look at the look at the satellites. They're made out of tin foil. And zip ties and gaffer tape. They're the most flimsy-looking <laughs> pieces of apparatus you have ever they seen. They do look flimsy, in... but they, they don't need to be – they're in zero gravity. But, uh, hey, I, I can't, I've never seen one up close, so I can't even speak. No. Well, I, I'm only going from pictures, right? Sure. I, I can only go from pictures and yeah, – I know what you mean. And they, uh, I think and they some flimsy, of the things that right? are those solar sails, and they look oh. like literally aluminum foil. Exactly, and then all of a sudden you hear this article 
probably about six months ago, and when there was a, a, a Russian astronaut that had just come down from ISS, and he was explaining how a microscopic piece of dust acted like a, a meteorite and hit the window, you know, in ISS, and they had to repair it. Mm-hmm. A piece of dust, right, has almost destroyed the window, right, but it doesn't penetrate the bits of tinfoil that are hanging off these things or the solar panels or anything like that. Like, it doesn't make... To me, it doesn't make logical sense. Well, the implication being that a particle hitting the space station is a rare event. It's not like they're blasting into it to the point where they need windshield wipers. Well, I don't know. I don't know. And they also say between 10 and 13,000 satellites floating around out there. I don't really see too many floating around out there. You don't see too many pictures of them from the satellites satellite feeds and all that sort of stuff. You don't see other satellites floating around. Well, here's the thing. Like here's that. what I would ask you as far as, yeah. you know, because I can't refute or confirm how many satellites are out there and, and stuff. No. And I don't think that's, you know, we're not going to get anywhere just going No, 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 no. You just go around in circles a little bit, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, but mm. my, my question is more with all of that, right? Why? Why fake the moon landings? Why bother to fake all this material? What could well, possibly you, they have to gain from well, this? Well, you know lie? what? You, you know what? Where's you the money what? to be made, right? Because everything, okay. where, where are well, they making well, money? Because that's usually what the bottom of this kind of a thing would be. Well, it's always about money. NASA, NASA is the biggest cash cow in the world, and it's just Ah, okay. So, so are, do you think – go ahead. Make your point. I think I see where you're going with that. It's just sucking the, the life out of the taxpayer and all that sort of stuff. NASA sucks goddamn billions of money out of Australia each year and all that sort of stuff. So NASA's budget for 2018 was $20 billion, which isn't huge from the U.S. should look at the military budget. But, oh, oh, didn't they, didn't they just pass one point one trillion dollar budget over there? Well, yeah, one point one trillion dollars. So for twenty billion budget. compared to that for NASA is is yeah. not not large. That's but, right. But, or, but, or, so or you so thing. you think that so NASA doesn't actually do anything and they provide this material as they're basically just like a shill and they just collect the budget. Kind but of sort of. Look, why would they, but why would the government allow that? Why would they let them do that? Well, it's 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 milking money, isn't it? And where and where's that money get siphoned off to? Now all these government departments siphon money off left, right, and centre from all these places. There's so many corrupt foundations around the world. It's not even funny. Look at the Hillary Foundation, one of the most corrupt bloody foundations ever. She scammed eighty billion dollars out of the Australian government too. That woman. When it comes to politicians and governments, well, I don't know yeah, that I. Just a, I don't know that that's but, true personally look hey hillary has been demonized hillary clinton from look hey we've talked about the information crisis and these yes uh whether it's hillary or trump or bush or our howard or our gillard or whatever the case mate they're all as bad as one another as far as i'm concerned there's no better one there's no i think that that there's that that I, i in my opinion there's like i value skepticism but I think that sometimes it can be overactive, right? And, oh, and that's in my opinion. That's for that's sure. like overactive for sure. because here's the thing. Yes, it's an imperfect system, and yes, these politicians are no one. None of them are perfect. Yeah, they're going to be corrupt. No. If you play in the mud, and you're going to get dirty. And, 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 but look, and, but that doesn't and, mean that there's no difference or daylight between them. Like it cannot be oh, no. that one isn't no. worse than the other. And I no, think that's no, the case. No, but no, no, in no, any no. case, and I don't I, even I, want us I, to have I, to. I don't want to go down that road with the with the politicians yeah, either. We'll be but, here for another three hours. <laughs> why? Okay, here's here's a point I want to make. I, I think 
why the whole globe thing is pushed. And this is coming from a probably a more bit of a spiritual side. As well. Are you a spiritual person? Uh, spiritual, religious, as in, as, no, but spiritual, yes. Yeah, so, so you believe in a God or a greater being type, type of thing? Not personally. I do not. Not personally? No, no. But, but, but a lot of people do believe in a God. Yeah, of course. Or, or, their, or, or, or their God, but there's no proof of that. No? Of course. So what I think, like living on a globe, right, mm-hmm. I think is, and I was having this discussion with, with my kids, it's like the perfect jail. And what do I mean by the perfect jail, you might ask? I'm glad you asked, right? Yes. But there's no, <laughs> if we live on a globe, right, there's nowhere else to explore. Like you go around the globe, all right? We've seen all of the globe. What but about if we space? Were, no, don't worry about it. We're talking about Earth. And, the, and this is what I hate about the, the, the whole debate too. You know, we went off on a tangent there talking about the satellites and all NASA and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. It gets confusing when you start talking about space. We're talking about the Earth. We're not talking about space. Okay. Well, in, in one uh, sense, it's all connected. Yeah, no, it is kind of connected. It is kind of connected. But uh, I think it's the person. Now, some player. flat earthers the, don't even accept the idea of outer space at all. And it's, yes. And you're not, yes. it seems like you're not in that camp. Well, no, we can, you obviously can see something up there. All right. Yeah. Now, here's, a, here's an, in, an interesting thought process, right? Now, I don't know exactly what the experiment is. I don't know it off the, off the top of my head. But before I say that, have you ever heard the expression that stars are the souls of people? I have not. No? Okay. Well, my grandmother told me that many, many yeah, yeah, my my grandmother told me that many many years ago. You know, when you look up at the uh, up at the sky and you see the stars, there's the souls of people. Okay, then. Now, with that thought in mind, I saw an experiment where there was basically a tube of water and there was an air bubble inside it. Okay, and what the and and what they did, they played a, um, a frequency through the water. Okay, and the air bubble inside it reacted to the frequency that they played through the water and it started expanding and contracting violently and it created its own energy which created light and you have light inside basically a test tube just through frequency, right? And that made me actually think in regards to one of the theories with the flat earth, with the firmament, waters above, waters below, and all that sort of stuff. If, okay, then. If there is waters above us, maybe that's what the stars are. Maybe they're the frequency of the souls of people. I don't know. It's just a little bit of a spiritual thought process. Who knows? If it's true, I don't know. I haven't been up there. But there are so many different models with the flat earth that no one really agrees on 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 yeah, any there are one of them, I, I really uh, i think that that is a beautiful idea a, the stars but yeah. here's the thing though yeah. like the fl- all these flat earth models and living in the world of skepticism is healthy but a lot of these other ideas like what the stars actually are in that they are burning balls of gaseous elements and sometimes heavier mm-hmm. elements including mm-hmm. our own sun which science has told us that it's a middle-aged star, yellow on its way mm-hmm. to being red and growing, and all those other stars are they're younger or older or they're like our sun. Humankind as a group has spent hundreds and, and thousands of years and many, many lifetimes worth of work to come together and learn as much as we can about the nature of the world around us. And that's the difference between science and 
you know, and, and, and I like that you actually pulled pulled in some elements of, of spirituality because that's the difference between a science and something like a religion, isn't it? A religion, basically by definition, cannot be proven. And no. I'm not religious no. myself, but I personally don't see anything wrong with what someone else believes in so far as they don't harm me or other people in the process of doing that, right? Exactly. I agree with you. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, so, but that that's just a little bit of, you know, where I come from with, and, and, and I, I can speak for a lot of people. I think that, that I know, and that I've spoken to as far as their sort of confusion with the flat earth stuff, because as far as the idea of the earth being a globe, it was originally as far back as, now I did a little research leading up into this so I could be a little mm -hmm. informed. The sixth century BC was the first time that uh, the idea of a, of a, a sphere, yes. uh, modern science is it's more of an ellipse, an elliptical shape, so not a perfect sphere, more like... An oblique spheroid. <laughs> exactly. As Neil deGrasse Tyson sort of says. Yeah, you guys hate him though, right? I don't know him. I can't hate him. You know what I mean? And this is what I hate Fair about enough. the debate too. People get so personal with it and get so angry. Like I don't know Neil deGrasse. I've never met him. I don't hate him. I disagree with with what he says. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that. It doesn't Fair mean enough. That you're a, you're a reasonable guy, like like well, I knew I you were. I, a lot of flat earthers have they take exception with. Uh, oh, exactly, exactly. And, and, and you look, you see, you see a lot of channels. So some, some of the YouTube channels where say it's uh, the Nathan Oakley flat Earth debate channel or Dell on Beyond the Imaginary Curve. Um, you've got Globe Believers like you know Red's Rhetoric and and, and and things like that, they are so aggressive. They won't even let people talk. If someone has got a different point of view, they're, they're talking over the top of them, they're muting them, they won't let them get their point out. Point out. And you know, it's not a debate at right. all. You know, a, deba a debate is where one person presents their point, right, where the other person has a bit of common decency and shuts their mouth and listens, right, and then they then get the opportunity to rebut those points if they want. But a lot of the stuff that you see, it's, it's just... Everyone's always over the top on. You know, well, yeah, uh, these guys are. Uh, hey, I, I think a lot of the uh, the leaders, and I'm not gonna like lump you in. You, you you've already said that you don't consider yourself a part of the flat Earth uh, of the movement, you know, such as it is. But a lot of the uh, what I would call leaders, or the louder voices, uh, or what I would say, you know, with, with this thing, there are there are buyers and there are sellers, right? You got yes. believers and yes. you've got pushers. And a lot of these pushers. I think are predators, and I think a lot of them probably don't even 100%. believe flat Earth. They're just YouTubers, right? Now I've watched some uh, documentary stuff about flat Earth. Like, have you seen that Behind the Curve on Netflix? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. People like Globusters and Jeronism and um, uh, Mark Sargent and all that sort of stuff. I've seen bits and pieces of yeah. it. Um, some of those guys, to thing. me, not even. Beyond being predatory, I mean, some of them strike me as almost like sociopathic. I, I almost consider them. They're only in it for the money, Matt. You know, it's clickbait, it's views, and well, it's and again, that's that's natural. That's just natural. Where there's an audience for it, someone will step up yes. and provide that content. Yeah. And, and I would and, say that's yeah. where a good bit of these of the thinking in this flat Earth, uh, a lot of the, I don't know, for lack of a better word, the the lore. The different flat Earth models and the the conspiracies. These guys got to come up with videos to post every day. Mm -hmm. And yes. 
Yeah, a lot, they're just talking out of their ass. I mean, honestly, a lot of the times they yeah. are. There are, um, and I and I, I I tune in sometimes and and get my fix, so to speak. Who do you like to watch? Who's like your your number one in a flat Earth uh, channel? Who do I enjoy the most listening to? Um, I don't mind. Jaron uh, from Jaronism. I don't mind like some of his stuff. I don't mind. Um, Jaron was in the uh, in that movie. He he was he was um, exactly. And look, whether or not he believes what he says or not, it's neither here nor there. I don't mind the way he actually presents things on on uh, his channel. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't mind Russian vids, but he's not just about flat Earth. He's about every other conspiracy theory because every second person on the face of the Earth is is transgender. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. This is crazy. Um, uh, there's a, a lass by the name of uh, Patricia's uh, Steer, but there's a really good channel um, called New Earth. She's really good. Um, she's an older lady, an older lady. She's not only into the flat earth, but she's into a lot of ancient uh, civilizations. And I, I, I wanted to make sure you got the chance to to go to 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 actually let people know what it is that you're watching if they you know because my my small audience um they for the most part are going to be globies or um yes at at the end of the day 95 percent of people are yeah but i I just want to make sure that you know you get the chance to you know. Yeah, and look, I, I've, I, I listen to people like Nathan Oakley and Dell, and I listen to you know, the Globusters, and you know, there's many other, there's a few Australian guys here. Um, a lot of this uh, stuff is, I mean, it's, it's, and, and I've watched a lot of this stuff and other conspiracy theory stuff and stuff that's a lot more, I would say, a lot more dangerous than Flat Earth, which yes. in itself oh, is yeah. pretty. See, I think Flat Earth is pretty innocuous. I mean, yes. they are harmless for the most part, from what I can tell, but, but. Uh-huh. Large caveat for me is that we've been talking about skepticism in that kind of an environment. I think that it provides a place where skepticism can be stoked into a kind of denial, a kind of automatic rejection of authority to a fault. Mm -hmm. And a -hmm. lot of flat earth people are, I would venture to say, are most likely going to be into, uh, they're more likely to be into other conspiracy theories than the average person. And yeah. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. A lot of those are dangerous, like the anti-vaxxing oh. stuff. I don't know where you fall on that. Yeah. Uh, my co-host goes into a frothing rage anytime we talk about, <laughs> about anti-vaxxing. Anti-vaxxers. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so like you, you're you're it's you believing in a flat Earth doesn't hurt me, but you no. walking around carrying measles because you didn't get yes. inoculated and then you like expose me to cough it. Or whatever the case may be. Whooping yes. cough, smallpox. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that has consequences. Exactly. Th- that that has consequences. And flat and then, Earth yeah. stuff can can put people in a position where they are not not certain people. Again, people aren't. I I, I know better. Flat Earthers and yeah. other conspiracy theorists are not stupid people in, in fairness to that right there are far more globe believers uh-huh. right way more globe believers that are into all the other conspiracy theories of what we mentioned at the start like 9-11 yeah that stuff is crazy yeah. <laughs> it is crazy and like and i've actually watched a lot of stuff on 9-11 and like and, when, and then when you watch the way some people present things you see, oh, that kind of makes like a little bit of sense. You, you can see how people can get sucked down a rabbit hole quite easily, right? And um, well, yeah, it's entertaining. Uh, I mean, it's like I, I, 
conspiracies are they are infectious like i guess yes. it's like it's it's like i know the secret truth now and everyone doesn't yes. know this and it's it's exciting yeah. and it's yeah compelling what, i get it what fascinates me about the whole proof thing all right mm-hmm. now we talk about you know um because i say i i believe myself right there is no 100 percent proof either way right the, what i believe is my belief Right? I, ca- I can't personally prove it and no one else can prove it. I don't think, and I've looked at a lot of stuff out there, right? I don't think there is anything out there that conclusively proves that we live on a globe either. Right? There's still a little bit of doubt there. But to prove the globe, there is so much complicated, whether it's mathematical formulas and all these experiments that and stuff that just costs so much money and just so complicated to understand. The simple thing for me, and like I said at the very start, I'm a plumber. Right? That's my trade. Right? Water, a body of water will always seek its lowest natural level, right? All, always does, and its level. Now, I have never seen a body of water adhere to the exterior of an object like it does on the globe. It doesn't happen anywhere else. It can't be proved, right? We're just told that it happens, that it's this magical thing, gravity, right? This powerful force that can hold water to the exterior of the globe, right? right? It's so powerful it can do that, and yet a feather floating around the air, gravity doesn't affect. See, well, to does, me, it's not but gravity. It does, to me, See, to there are two, me, but there are two it, different things boring. there with the feather because it's being acted upon by gravity because it does eventually find the ground, but it's also D- being it, affected. It, it has, it is, has. Is it gravity? Is it gravity or is it boring density? Well, it it's gravity and it's, but it's also being is affected. It, it's being well, affected no, by no. air resistance. Gravity, gravity, and lift. gravity only exists if you believe in a globe. Okay, I gotta say, wh- <laughs> no, hey, this is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. Exactly, exactly. When you say that it can't be proven conclusively, I and a lot of people are in opposition, exact opposition yes. to that point. Because yes. now, I, I I will acknowledge that to your point, a lot of the ways that it that it is the proof is out there. A lot of it is math complicated math that most people you know, know. I, I have you know a science what? degree and yes i'm not i'm not a math a mathematician and i'm not a math genius and i cannot no. understand most of the math that goes into it however with <laughs> with gravity and with see th- this is one of the i'm glad you brought this up mm-hmm. because the idea of gravity and the idea of water finding its level and the idea that water on on the scale that we interact with it and you as a plumber in your work interact with it uh on a small mm-hmm. and a medium scale in a swimming pool in a drainage system yep. in an ocean yes. well the ocean's the yes. large scale it behaves yes. it seems to behave differently but here's the thing gravity as described by relativity and not newton physics right newton physics mm-hmm. is what goes up must come down uh, yes. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Opposite reaction. We can yes. we can see these things on a small scale, on on a on a, a man sized scale in 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 day to day life. Now, yep. general relativity, which first started to come around in the early 20th century, Albert Einstein. Um, a lot of people know mm-hmm. him for working on the nuclear the nuclear bomb. But for mm-hmm. me, the thing that he is most important for, which I mean, it's related, is his basically birthing of relativity. First special yeah. relativity and then general relativity was like the 2.0. Yeah. 
Yes. The most mind-blowing thing about relativity is that it introduces the idea that there are not three dimensions, you know, in, in space, up, down, forward, backwards, left, right. Yes. Horizontal, vertical, and depth. But there's a fourth, and that's time. And all four of those together is what you call space-time. And gravity is, and, and this is this is the long road to get there. Because when you describe gravity as if it's some kind of magical force, like magnetism, uh, mm -hmm. You know, when you put it that way, it seems ridiculous. Um, mm -hmm. It seems like a ham-handed, almost juvenile way to, to try and describe what we observe, which is, yeah, we mm -hmm. stick to the ground. Water mm -hmm. finds its level. But mm -hmm. gravity is not a force. There's no uh, – electromagnetism has, has particles that carry that force. Uh, every mm -hmm. other force has particles that carry it. Now, gravity mm -hmm. doesn't behave that way because mm -hmm. gravity is not a force in, in that sense. Gravity, according to relativity, is when you have something like – Gravity has to be a force. Well, it, it has to be a force. It's a it force. Has and, force. It has to be. Let me, let it, me, it, let me it, finish it, the, the description and yeah, then we can yeah. – But so – Something like the Earth sits on sits in space-time. So if you imagine space-time, it's four-dimensional. We can't wrap our head around it because we aren't used to. Uh, you can't visualize it because it's it's crazy. Here's how it's described in 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 lay terms by Stephen Hawking. If at the Earth revolving around the Sun or you know orbiting the sun it's because the sun is a giant massive object just like the earth right now just bear mm -hmm. with me and i know you're you want to say you can't prove that i i i know but, but yeah, yeah, bear, yeah 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 sun is imagine space time in three dimensions imagine it yes. is a trampoline the surface of a trampoline it will bend and it'll move and you can sink in it the sun apparently so yeah. the sun sitting in a trampoline will sink in the middle. Imagine a bowling ball in the middle. I've seen, what's his name? Uh, who's that famous scientist, Bill Nye, the Bill science Nye. guy? Yeah, do that he exact same this? experiment. I've never seen yeah, that yeah, one. But yeah. yeah, but anyway, so imagine if you put like a golf ball on the outer side of the trampoline and it would follow that path uh -huh. towards the bowling ball. And exactly. that in four dimensions is what gravity is. It's, it's not like yeah. a force thing. It's more like a geometry thing. It's like that's no, no. the path, and that's. It's a, and it's, it's a brilliant theory. I don't disagree with you. It is a brilliant theory, but it's only a theory. That's well, the problem. It, but it's, it's a it's theory not, that's been tested and and, and it it's may been be tested, but it's never been proven, Matt. It's never been proven. Well, mathematics, it's, well, mathematics itself is not proof. But it's beyond mathematics, is, though, too, because no, there are, there are, there are practical saying, uses well, for it. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, like, mathematics is thrown out there as proof. Right? Mathematics isn't proof. Mathematics, all mathematics is, is a language of explanation. Right? It just explains things. Well, but it, it provides I, its I value when it's, it, when it's able to predict of... behavior, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe so, but it's still not proof. It's an explanation. It's so, an explanation so of what we observe, to... yeah, but you can predict yeah, behavior yeah, with it too. But it's, not, but it's not proof. And it always comes back to the same thing. Well, they're brilliant theories, right? But there's no conclusive 100% proof. Well, the thing is, that's not the way science works. The sci like, it's not that there's never going to be 100% decisive proof of any theory. It can always be. Okay, really? Can, okay, then. All right. I'm, I'm walking over here, right? Bang, mm -hmm. there's a wall. I can touch the wall. I can feel the wall. I can measure the wall. I can prove that the wall is there. Right, right. Of course. Right? Okay, then. So that is proof. That's called natural science, right? 
where you can where, where you can where you can observe something, where you can measure something, where you can repeat something, and then it's provable. Right. Oh, that's natural science. Well, Any other science other than natural science, it's like they're, they're theories to support. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do. I, I follow. What, I follow what you're saying. But yeah. what if I said to you, well, not the same thing, walking up and touching with your hand, but equally impactful demonstrations of a lot of the elements of relativity in everyday uh, usage. Uh, you use a GPS on your phone, right? GPS relies on. Now, I, I'm not sure you may take issue with other parts of this, but uh, <laughs> GPS relies on a satellite revolving around the Earth, right? Apparently so, yes. Yeah, I, this, this may not be the <laughs> – the flat Earth interview may not be the time to do this. But it they actually have to compensate the clocks. Uh, so there's a clock in the, G, in the uh, satellite yes. so it can synchronize yes. time with your phone so that it sends you to the and, right place. And, and can GPS not – work equally as well off uh, uh, cell phone towers? Well, there's the thing. you have, But GPS works when you lose cell phone signal. I've used GPS out in the middle of the desert in Arizona with no cell yeah, service, no yeah. cell phone and tire for yeah. our tower. Me too. Anyway. Me too. And, 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 yeah, no, so how I could don't. it be the cell phone tower, though, if you, if you yeah, don't you have know, service? I can, well, you know what? Our phone providers here, uh, I, I'm on Telstra. My wife is on Optus, mm-hmm. all right? Now, when we go uh, visit my parents over in, you know, outback South Australia, I don't get cell phone rece- reception at all. Can't get it. Right. All right? Can't use my phone at all. Yet my wife that has a different provider gets cell phone pro- service. Right. Why is that? They're all working off the same satellite apparently that's floating around in outer out space. No, they're not working off the same satellites. They're working off land-based towers. Wait, are these these aren't satellite phones you're talking about? These are normal cell, cellular phones? Yeah, just normal cell phones. Just normal yeah. cell phones. No, they're not they're working off the satellite. No, they just work off, off, off um, cell, yeah, cell phone towers. Yeah. yeah. And I think I, and, and even satellite phones, I believe that they work off the cell phone towers too because they've just got a Wi-Fi booster in them or something like that. But again, that's so that requires – uh, if that's the case, that requires a big lie and cover-up by the cell phone company. Then, what what do they have to gain from trying to convince us that it's using a satellite? Well, I, I don't I don't really think the cell phone companies come out and say the satellites. I've never actually heard them say that. I think it's just something that's presumed. Wow! Oh, but man. I've never heard I've never I've never heard any telco turn around and say that uh, you know you're getting your, your signal from a, from a satellite. Never heard them say it. Well, it's by necessity in some places where I've never I've never seen it in any black and white documents. So guys use satellite phones when they need to communicate when they're in an area that is so remote that there are no cell phone towers on islands and such. It's got to be from a from they're buying a product. They're buying a product that is called a satellite phone. Like buy. Do you you believe? Okay. Do you do you believe that your cell phone runs off? Satellites? Mine? Myself? Cell towers. The cell service is from cell towers. The GPS is okay. use, utilizes the satellite. From, 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 from the satellites. Okay. And so then why when you go on a plane, you lose mobile phone reception mm-hmm. and GPS? Because it's happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cell cell tower, you don't get cell service on an airplane. It, well, exactly right. But your GPS doesn't work either up there. Because I've tried it. I've actually tested that myself. 
right? And in actual well, fact, but GPS it does better. work on a plane, though. Maybe your phone isn't well, able to do it. Well, but... well, 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 my phone, my phone isn't working. The GPS on my phone, because I try to track out where we were going with the kids and all that sort of stuff, and, yeah. and it wouldn't work at all. Wouldn't work at all. So, so the GPS on your on your cell phone obviously isn't working off satellites. I mean, I don't think that proves that it's not working off satellite. And no, I've never no, tried. Not, I've never. That's interesting. I have to try that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. not that I don't believe you. Yeah, and, and it's just all, it's all like a lot of little things. You know, when you go up and you get above the clouds when you're up there at 30,000 or 35,000 feet or whatever it is, and you're above the clouds, you look out the window, and as far as the eye can see, as far as the eye can see, right, the tops of the clouds, right, they're flat. They don't seem to bend around the earth either. That's a int- very interesting observation, actually, when you're in a plane above clouds and you look out across them and they don't seem to bend around. They just seem to... Well, here's the thing. That's what I wanted to get into get into with you just real briefly because we're getting close on time for this. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, for example, now um, I have... Now, I've flown in, in, in a bunch of airplanes in my life and I have done some skydiving. I've jumped out of an airplane over yeah. water. I have myself yeah. been able to see the curvature of the earth. Uh, have you? From, have you? I've really? I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. I know it's real. That's really fun. That's that's an interesting point you make there, right? Because as human beings, when we look at things, we're looking at things a spherical surface being our eyes, and it puts a natural curve on things. So you're saying that the lenses of your the shape of the lens of your eyes, the way you look out, things yes, things tend to look slightly curved. That is true in the distance because your eyes, because your eyes are spherical. That's the way it works. My uncle is an optometrist. We've had this conversation on it as, as well. He believes in a globe. He thinks I'm completely and utter loony. But on that particular <laughs> point, we, we He tells you you're we, loony? Yeah, I don't care. It's good banter. It's good banter. It's, it's good banter. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, that's I just think it's and funny. All, and all that sort of stuff because, I look, I've, I've been very fortunate to grow, up, to grow up in a family where we can differ strongly. Mm-hmm. But, but at the end of the day, embrace each other. Yeah, of course. You've got to be able to. You know, um, because like I said, it, it, it comes to, you know, are you a good person? Uh, and that's what I think is the most most important point uh, that is lost amongst you know, the flat earth conspiracy or any other conspiracy, I think. Um, it is, there's just way too much nastiness out there. I agree. Uh, I agree. Just and way honestly, you, you, you said that before whenever we were uh going back and forth on facebook you just said like yeah. more or less what you said it doesn't matter as long as you're a good person and mm. that is how i knew that it would be okay to hit you up and see if you would talk with me about this yeah yeah no drama and it's been you know it's been it's been you know enjoyable um yeah i i'll tell you what this is what i what I wanted to do was find someone just like you, and you've been mm-hmm. you've been awesome. I really appreciate you doing this. Um, yeah, no drama. And look, if you want to do it again and want to get into some more specific points, so to speak, you know, you want to talk about a particular part of it in the, in the future, you know, give me some heads up, and I'll go, okay, then I'll look into that and I'll give you my opinion on. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris. Whatever. Why else. don't I've already told you that on my podcast, uh, my co-host is violently anti he's anti anti-vaxxer uh yeah. he he hates them he gets angry maybe yeah. maybe we could have a battle a battle of the we'll say um battle of the minds a bat well i because chris you're you're a formidable uh debate 
you're a formidable debater, and I would yeah. love to put you up against uh, an anti-vaxer and just have you shred them on that. Hundred percent. I've got absolutely you no would, drama. You would do that. Yeah, and uh, if he shows me respect, I'll show him respect. I would. I would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I would actually look forward to it. Perfect. Uh, well, I tell, I, I tell my kids about it and all that sort of. They'll tell all their friends, and you'll go viral, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we we can hope. But yeah, I'm just trying yeah. to. You know, I, I'm just trying to expose things to people instead of uh, people just going by some dumb shit that they heard on Facebook and then completely well, dismissing a whole group of people like, you know, I, I flat think, earthers. I think, what you're, I think what you're what you're doing, and like I said, you know, yeah, yesterday when we sort of met on Facebook and, you know, my first comment obviously was a trolling comment, obviously, but then bang, within a couple of comments, it sorted itself out. Right? Well, we had a bit of a bit of backwards back, backwards and forwards to you know, sure you know, yeah it did require thing. yeah you know you you kind yeah. of you kind of fired at me and i clapped back but yeah thick, exactly thick right. skin exactly is a uh is a virtue and exactly right and well yeah because it's just like I said you go on sites now for a bit of cheap entertainment um you know i'll troll a couple of people and it's and it's like you know when i saw the comment you know is it hard to get out of this society or movement or whatever and it's just like why would it be hard to get in and or out of it? You either believe it or you don't. Like there's yeah. no secret Freemasons club or you know secret <laughs> hands like that that's associated with it. You know, give me a flat five or whatever the case <laughs> may be. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, with that question, I mean, we we did talk about it, but I, I could see. For example, some of the other flat earthers I've seen in some of the documentaries that I saw. I mean, some of these guys are getting like their wives divorced them and stuff. Yeah, and I it's know, like I could if, it, if you're in that position, then you're left with all your friends are flat earthers. And if you decide, man, I, I'm just not into this anymore, like, yeah. would you leave? Because I could see, I, I and I can guarantee you, there are a lot of people who wouldn't. And it's the same thing with crazier stuff like Scientology, where oh, people God, don't want to yeah, stay yeah. in anymore, but they can't leave because they're threatened with being completely exiled from everyone they know. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, you know, that's the cult menta- mentality. It is a cult. You know, it's a cult. You know, to me, religion is a cult. It's exactly the same thing. And a lot of these things, and I actually think a lot of these these debate forums are many cults in themselves. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't matter what is said. You know, p- p- people, people will not acknowledge a good point. Right. Oh, because an argument is, is people. People look at an argument as there's a winner and there's a loser, and I have to win or I yeah, have to lose. Yeah. Whereas with, but, for example, with what we're doing and what my at least what my intention was with this, it's not to beat you or be beaten by you. It's for us both but, to find truth for people, and I want to expose yeah, exactly. reality to people. And that's what a good faith argument requires that both sides want to find the truth. Now I will that's say, right. and find some sort of common ground. Yeah, you have to find common ground and, and respect each other or else it's just they exactly. uh, you're just going to be arguing with each other on a personal level that's and that's right. not productive. Exactly. But I will say uh, I think that you're a really sharp guy and I really appreciate you doing this. Um, I think you're wrong, but I don't think that I don't think you're crazy. And I and I and you're certainly uh, not unintelligent. You're a sharp guy and you're skeptical and you're inquisitive and I like that and that's yeah. That's always attractive to me in people. It's people who want to question things. Maybe too much sometimes, <laughs> but but I do appreciate that. Um, no, we'll definitely we'll definitely agree to disagree on the shape of the Earth. 
at the we moment. Will. <laughs> we will um, do that. But, but yeah, no, I definitely look forward to um, our next meeting, mate, for sure. And you know, you want to you want to hook up a, a chat with your with your co-host and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, he's a, he's a, like I say, he's a little less tolerant than me. You've got thick skin. You can you can fire back. Exactly. So. Right. Exactly. Right. I'll fire. I'll fire. Yeah. I'll fire. But he's going to hear this whole interview, and then we are. Uh, well, you, you've seen where the, the the show is. I'll make sure that yeah. I'll uh, send you a link to it and stuff so you can hear it. But um, the thing that really fires me up about this, like I said, are these, uh, it's just man, these 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 like YouTube capitalists uh, or or opportunists yes. at the top. Who and hey, yes. man, like I make I make my living, you know, in entertainment and music and in, but like, come on, man, like these people are exploiting vulnerabilities in in people. Oh, look, I I think. I think the flat side of it and the globe side of it, the, the debate forums, they both equally exploit the situation. Yeah, I think people who people love to come in and just – I've noticed in that group that, that we met in, yeah. people go in there just because they want to say shitty things to flat earth. Pretty much. To make themselves feel better, and that's just—you can find that anywhere, man. That's just people nah. building up fake self-esteem by stepping on others. It makes them feel. Look, the keyboard worries at the. You're right. Keyboard or, uh, worries. You know, you know, they're not willing to have a. They're not willing to have a, a proper conversation. Well, they're not there for uh, that. They just want to get their kicks and, and feel good for two seconds. They're telephone exactly. tough guys, as I call them. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, yeah, that, that's that's going to about wrap it up. That's all we've got time for. But, hey, Chris, dude, seriously, I, I really appreciate you doing this. It's been a lot of yeah. fun, actually. Fantastic, Matt. Too easy, mate. And uh, I look forward to doing it again, mate. Absolutely. All right, mate. Peace, mate. Cheers. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye. All right. And there you have my interview with... My new friend, Chris, uh, from Australia. Yeah. It was a lot of fun uh, interviewing him, and I think he had a good time, too. Seems like Dave, it. Dave, did you have a nice time? <laughs> that, that was something, Matt. <laughs> Let me just say, that was, that was something. Peace. I know you're restraining your uh, rebuttals for, for about 18 things. I see you have about a, like a whole page worth of oh. a- angrily scribbled notes. Oh. There's, some, um, there's some stuff So we're going to come out. back... Uh, Next time, with part two of our Flat Earth exploration. Let me calm down a little bit. Yeah, calm down and, and collect yourself. Yeah. And uh, we're going to explore all the all the angles of this thing, and uh, we're going to attempt to get to the bottom of this. You know, how the hell does this does this happen, and what is it? You know, what's the nature of it? Hey, there might not even a bo- be a bottom, Matt. How am I supposed to know there's a bottom? <laughs> give, give him a break. <laughs> give him a fucking break. <laughs> 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 but uh all right so that's gonna wrap us up for this week again make sure to say it with me rate, rate review subscribe, subscribe. Hey, there we first go. try and follow us on instagram at dark side podcast make sure you get in there engage with us say some stuff on in the comments on our posts Engagement send us a message key, guys. it's key send us an email show your friends all right and that has been the dark side podcast for this week episode nine as it happens We'll see you next week, guys. I'm Matt Elias. I'm David Vienna. Late. Peace.